season three is meant to be. And yes, Christian, we're not going to fact check this one from last time. Yeah, because Jerry got mistaked the last time. He was like, we're season two. I'm like, it's season three, damn it. It's season 23 because of our longevity, Christian. And that is for one guest of many good reasons. He is a digital marketing influencer, and his name is David Grace. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Grace Metropolitan. Oh, yes. Boy. Yes. Oh, boy. A lot <laughs> of stories. There we go. <laughs> so how has that been going for you? How have you been, like, pivoting during COVID and everything like that? Well, I mean, so, so just to give, a, I guess, a little bit of a autobiography, I'm a digital marketing expert. I'm a web developer. I'm a filmmaker wannabe uh you know i'm I'm a writer when i want to be um but all the things that exist in the digital marketing world and i guess uh i hit a point where i'm in my early 20s i made it as a director at a a very strong very big company and i realized there's very uh, little for me to go up you know there's very very little growth room in this in this company but i want to um do my own thing you know, because I'm, I'm young enough now, I could still make the plunge to do it now. And if it fails, then I've still got, you know, five plus years to dig myself out of whatever holes I get into. So I decided to up and move to North Carolina. Uh, I have family down there. Uh, I've spent some time down there in my youth. And, and you know, that was the place I was able to move to, um, to start very, you know, a, affordable place to live place I was living is a swamp compared to the cities. Um, but, but I have not been there in some time. And it turns out the parts that I have family and the ones that I had visited is nothing compared to the place I was moving to. You know, I, the one thing that I, I, I always took away was, like, you know, when you're going to college and you're in high yeah. school, what do they always say? Like, go visit the college before you decide to take the plunge and move there, yeah. right? Remember right. that? Of Remember course. that years ago when they told yeah. us that? Um, I didn't do that. And I just, <laughs> I packed up, I had a move date, I set the move date, and then I took maybe four or five months put, putting money away to prepare to, to do this. And it was just, you know, make sure we hit that, uh, you know, July 12th. July 12th was my move date. And for, for from January to that, uh, uh, to July 12th of, of 2019, that was all we worked on. Yeah. I was getting ready for that point. Took the plunge, went down. By August 1st, I started my own marketing company. And I was in for a roller coaster of emotions and, and, and amazing experiences of creativity and problem solving. Because I, I was born raised in Staten Island, New York. And I decided to move down to a state in the South that has a very different mindset, that has a very different state of mind. They act differently. They think differently. They, they have less – their priorities are so drastically different from the people that I'm, I am, right, that we are. Um, so do you feel like it's slower compared to New York or just different? Is it kind of like more apples and oranges? I, I like the general, I, I guess I would say New York consensus is that, you know, we're the fastest moving place, right? Yeah. You know, this the city is a New York minute is seven seconds, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, and that down there, everything is slowed down. I don't know if I could say that they're slow. It's not a matter of, of speed. It's a matter of priority. Right. And it, like, that's it. And their priorities are not at, close to ours at all. Not close to New Yorkers at all. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. You know, that's just that they, they put family first. They put their, their hobbies first. They put their, uh, their immediate lives are number one. Their immediate lives, their family, their friends, and themselves are number one. And then so everything else business-wise, uh, work-wise, will always be number two. 
when you were down there, so I'm curious about this, like when you've done like your marketing campaigns, yeah. what's kind of been like your favorite sub demographic in a family to market to? That was the, well, well, so it really depends on, on what we're doing. So I've worked with gyms. I worked on a couple of elections last November, which was an amazing experience altogether because I've worked on elections here in Staten Island. I've worked on, on New York City elections and, the, you know, the way that we get in front of people, going door to door, knocking on everything, getting signing petitions. And it's, it is so fast paced and, and almost ruthless because the candidates will be attacking, badgering each other yeah. constantly yeah, down there. <laughs> It is on such a personal level, that level of badgering and attacking, uh, uh, where, to the point where people are going after people's families, right? It is so much, it is insanely different. We do the same thing here, yes, but it is much more about, I'll say, policy here and, like, that person's values. The things I was seeing down south were attacking people's livelihoods. Like, you think they, it's more of, like, a he said, she said type of thing and it comes more, like, community-oriented in those neighborhoods? It's like... Oh, this guy on the block, he's saying this. Like, it does it come from that mindset? So here's the thing. Like, in, in we're in New York City, right? So lots of people here. Yeah. And even though we're on an island, there's a lot of space in between that island. Right. A lot of different <laughs> mindsets. People of all walks of life. When you're down there, it's not only bigger, but there's significantly less people. So, and, and like, that changes the way that you think about things. So we've got... Uh, you know, much, much bigger land. It takes 30 minutes to get anywhere down there. It takes 30 minutes to get anywhere here, but it's because there's so many people here you have to get through. There's a lot of traffic the down is, there. 30 you're... minutes down there is 30 minutes down there. Exactly. Whereas like 30 minutes up here to go from here to around the corner is 30 minutes. <laughs> or it could be 15 if there's yeah. no traffic. Yeah. Or it could be 45 if it's backed up. Yeah. Right? But yeah, down there... Down to the Staten Island Ferry. Exactly. <laughs> so I, what I'm really trying to say is, is that their, their mindset's different and everybody's their neighbor. Everybody knows everybody. And everybody's got a relationship with everybody. So when you're talking about something like an election, okay, everybody knows who that person is. And they know their dirty laundry and they know the skeletons uh, that are in their closets. When you have somebody, uh, you know, just as an example, we've got Max Rose and Nicole Malitakis who yeah. are running each other against each other now. Um, it's very hard for us to determine, you know, what are the skeletons that they would have in their closets. Not to say that they have any, but just as an example, um, we're in a city. Down there, everybody knows who, uh, I'll just say a name, like Dennis Lewis is. Yeah. Because Dennis Lewis has been living there for 40 years. And everybody sees him at the grocery store. So you can't hide anything he's grown up there yeah. right so it is it is a very brutal race and and there's a lot of lines drawn um but they they need to get over it real quick because they're going to see each other at the grocery store in a couple weeks i got an off-topic question for you in regards to that south versus north on this okay so compare grocery shopping in the south in comparison to like the east coast of new york well i have a caveat to throw in there are we talking regular world or covid world Let's do regular world first. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's not unlike here. The okay. grocery store is not unlike here. I'll say the prices are a lot better down there. Oh, yeah. The, 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 quali- the standard of living down there is, is a lot nicer, but at a cost of, you know, you're paying less to live there, but you're also surrounded by people that maybe you wouldn't want to have lived around Right. In a normal instance, right? Like, like, so I think the one thing here that I take away here, it is so multicultural in amazing, positive ways that, you know, your neighbor could be an, an immigrant or, you know, uh, your, your neighbor could be from, from the South, from California, from anywhere in the world. And you're, you're constantly, constantly being hit with this, 
multiculturalism in so many positive and diverse ways. You're learning all these different people's walks of life. But when you're in a much smaller um, uh, neighborhoods, everybody's the same. And they're all of the same mindset, the same way of thinking. So you get a lot of that. But back to grocery store shopping. <laughs> it is so... You're paying much less. You're paying much less. Um, but it's all Walmarts, right? So it's, it's all Walmarts. The same thing that it would be, I guess, here in places like New Jersey. Um, uh, but it's... Uh, I would say their barbecue significantly different than <laughs> yeah. here. Okay, that's the biggest thing. They got me off guard. Okay, I was in Raleigh, and we went to, I oh, think, it was I called, I believe it was called The Pit that we went to. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but it was, it, everybody was saying, oh, it's the best place in, in Raleigh. And I was like, all right, I'm going get to the, get the pulled pork. That sounds good, right? Yeah, awesome. pulled pork. Awesome. awesome. Sounds good, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm eating, and I'm like, what is this vinegar flavor? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very, like, whoa. It's very vinegar, yeah. Like, there's, there's the dry rub. And then there's like wet based barbecues. I I, so I don't know how it was done. This there, knocked but. me on my butt because I was not prepared for this. Okay, <laughs> I am used to the like Sweet. Texas like you know the Big Ed's barbecue where it's like slathered on yeah. and and I, I smothered and covered. Sm- yeah, yeah, like 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 That's a hashtag thick barbecue sauce. And I'm like, ooh, oh, it's a vinegar base, huh? Yeah, no, I'm not about that. Yeah, I'm not right. about that. <laughs> not this, not not very good. I mean, it's it's great, but it's not the same. It's not barbecue to me now you could fast forward into covid now uh so fasting forward into covid it it was it was really amazing Um, (laughs) in 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 a lot of ways and and i mean amazing in that even i was under the mindset of yeah this ain't gonna happen this ain't this ain't nothing this ain't nothing and we believed it right i i'll never forget march now interestingly enough we had been i we had just booked through my company and some of the partners that I was working with down there, we just booked a 20,000 event, 20,000 person event that was going to happen in June. Okay. This was amazing. We were going to have this, this uh, wine and beer festival where people from all over North Carolina were going to be traveling to. It was going to be big. We were going to have people speaking, all kinds of vendors were booked to come here. And then we're talking, then boom, COVID happens, right? We're sitting around and, and my partner's like, "Uh, I think we need to start getting ready to gear up and, and announce that it's canceled. I said, well, why would we do that? This ain't gonna. This ain't a big deal. This is gonna be. It's gonna be here and gone. It's like the flu. It's not a big deal. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, about five days later, Tom Hanks comes down with coronavirus. <laughs> and now, yeah. in a place where everybody was saying, every, we were all naysayers. Every person was saying, "Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna come to my backyard." And then within minutes, Walmart was destroyed. <laughs> I will never forget it. Walmart was torn apart. Now, I know it was bad here. I know it was bad here, but we were jam-packed. It was beautiful. Everybody was shopping normally. Tom Hanks gets it. Toilet paper! The NBA. (laughs) The NBA uh, shuts down. All the sports get shut down. And those were all, like, back-to-back within 12 hours of each other. Yeah. And then, boom. Like, just like that. Walmart destroyed. The mindset. Shopping stores are all gone. Everything is shut down. Uh, Governor Cooper just immediately, boom, everything. Everything goes down. Right? And But for the longest time, we weren't wearing masks. Right. No, no masks. Nothing. Nothing. I, I remember I, I didn't even have a mask yet because the, you couldn't get them. Immediately, they were all sold I out everywhere. I didn't even know where to find one when this all first like came about. We never would I never yeah. would have thought that. I never would have <laughs> thought that. So my, what I was doing was... Is, 
I, I I'll, I'll never forget. Um, so I, I was raising the Boy Scouts, right? So I knew immediately if I'm thinking everything is getting shut down, I need to restock on survival gear. You know, yeah. propane, gas lights, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, you know, sleeping bags. I don't know I, what's going to happen. Iodine pills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, like, literally all that survival gear that we don't have. And I, I literally put in a little bunker in the house that I was living in. Because in North Carolina, it, you know, everything is electric. And we had already been having electric problems. What happens if the electric gets shut down because of coronavirus? Rolling blackouts. We don't know. We had no idea. Uh, you know, we were already having some super uh, severe hot uh summers so like everything everything was electric power what happens if coronavirus shuts down the electric plants we did not know so in those stores where you were shopping at who is like the mvp karen of that whole like vicinity? <laughs> oh my gosh who do you think would deserve the trophy from everyone that you've seen shopping in those areas i mean there was a there was definitely a lot of karens and it wasn't until maybe may where where maybe april towards the end of april <laughs> where where the store started to pick up you know the walmarts and and the stop and shops the, the big the big brands started saying you know maybe we need to like close everything down and like put lines up where people have to like you know go through the line <laughs> we need to have people Slow standing there sanitizing so you, so you need everything. the whole foods that's what you need and and what got me really bad was i'm trying to go in through one door because i'm trying to avoid people and it turns out oh that's the, the exit that's that's <laughs> now the exit and the the amount of lip i got from the person working there and i was like Dude, I'm sorry. You have no signs of like, <laughs> like y'all need to get on this. Uh, uh, but people were fighting, arguing, arguing with what they would have all the kids out, it, you know. And it was it was so such a shame to see because now I'm even I'm wearing a mask and it right. took me. I remember I was a naysayer. It took me a while to take it seriously. Yeah. So I, not only was was I jeopardizing myself, but I think I was putting other people at risk as well. We all were because right. none of us believed it. That's what the hurt is. Yeah, any, that's, uh, that's we believed it. Any fist fight. Were there any? I, 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 while I never saw any, there was. Oh, okay. There, there was go. in Raleigh. Eventually, towards the end of May, I believe there was a mega protest because Governor Cooper shut everything down. All of all in person businesses were shut down. Now, me personally, I had just gotten an office. Right. <laughs> I you, just you, got. You and me were FaceTiming almost like every day working because you're. And I'm like, what are you doing in the office? You're like, I gotta work. And I'm like, yeah, but. It, well, thankfully, my my <laughs> office was just. We were the only one on that floor. Uh, and the other person never showed on the on the floor below us, so it was yeah. it was great. But but we had just gotten an office and in Raleigh, I was I lived thirty minutes from Raleigh, so it took me a while to get there. But going through that, this is people's livelihoods that were being put at risk here on something we didn't believe in. Yeah, and I know you know a lot of people will, will say, oh well, it's not about believing in it, but it's a different place down there, right? Uh, you know, it's a completely different different uh, state of mind where a lot of people they don't make the income that New York City makes. So a lot of people here, you know, even the one thing I I really notice now having come back is there's a lot of new cars uh, in New York City. Mm. A lot of new cars in New York City. Uh, And by new, I could say anywhere from, uh, you know, 2015 up, even below that, 2013 and up, uh, I would still consider new having been down in the South. Down South, they will drive anything. (laughs) And that's that's not to say anything bad, but that's that's just the income level there is drastically different than, than it is here. And Four so, wheels, drive it. <laughs> if, if, can it get me from point A to B? I'll drive it. Tricycle, drive Tractor. it. Tractor. But here, now I remember, you know, growing up, we would, we would hear, you know, people would be pleading poverty all the time. 
But then you see the cars they're driving, and it ain't too bad. <laughs> all right, it ain't too bad. You're driving right. a 2016 Mercedes in 2017. All right, I'm calm down. Mercedes. Kind of to go back on the market because I'm curious. Because yes. as you see, like with grocery stuff, everybody's like on like the outcry as far as demand and everything. Yeah. When you, when you were first going through COVID, what was one industry that you've done marketing for that you feel like has kind of enhanced since the pandemic? enhanced is is or, or like increased as far as productivity or a sense of like work well I'll, t- I'll tell you the biggest thing i don't know if i can give you an exact industry because right. I, I literally everything is still changing yeah it hasn't settled like like the way that companies have to market themselves now is not the same as it was and that's that's evident but it's never going to be the same again and the dust still has not settled on how okay this is how we're going to do things so every industry is still shook up. Right. Okay. The first thing we realized, I, w- I was working with a gym at the time, and and Christian knows this because he he did he did work on this project. We uh, working very closely with a gym that doubles as an athletic center. So they have big fields where they bring in sports teams, college teams. They had they had pro baseball players play, you know practicing here oh, wow. that live in the state. I got to shake the hands with a lot of MLB players. Now, the normal person would be, like, blown away that they're shaking hands with MLB players. I have no idea who they are. I'm not a sports guy. I'm not a sports guy. So I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. This is like a Comic-Con, but for, but for sports guys. Right. Like, <laughs> it's kind of neat. Oh, how are you? Hey. So what we, what we learned immediately, doors are being shut. That means they're not going to be, be able to take any income in from their normal operations. What do we have to do? Migrate everything online. Okay, everybody's sitting at home. They're going to be on their phones. But that's, that's what they're going to be doing for the next however long and we had to figure out new alternative ways to bring a gym where there's equipment where there's uh facilities there's accommodations uh and get it online as fast as possible get something online as fast as possible to be able to keep drawing in that income because or or uh, unfortunately a lot of places are going to close right and a lot of places did so we're driving around driving through town and then all these, you know, closed for sale sign on on buildings in in towns down there that were already not doing so great. You know, are they still closed in that area? Like, like, are there any gyms that have reopened at all? The, so not? the gyms, uh, they they we had to adapt. Um, and what he ended up doing was is he was putting uh, his equipment outside, and and you know there was it was very small groups were coming in. Um, and it was more of a, well, they're willing to do it. We are outside. We're very, it's very spacious. They're not even close to each other. Um, they, they had to adapt, but are they open now? I believe they are. Yeah. Okay. When I had left, uh, before the summer, uh, really kicked off, there was still a lot of restrictions. And from what I'm, I believe I, I I'm under the impression that a lot of things began to close up again when cases went up. Right. When cases went up. The, the thing was, is, um, the virus really hit hard in a lot of places, but the reaction that we, we received over time is that, you know, just because cases are confirmed doesn't mean people are ill. Yeah. Right. And we get that across the board. Exactly. So a lot of, you know, this is something that we see the president saying a lot now and a lot of people in government have been saying is, um, you know, cases are going up, but that doesn't mean that people are ill. Right. Yeah. They, they, they could have had it and now they're just coming, you know, they never got sick from it, which a lot of people have. They've just got the antibodies. I'm no scientist. I'm a marketing guy. But what I can say is, is that You're a scientist in marketing. Uh, yeah, I'm a marketing scientist. A <laughs> but, uh, you know, they did shut down again in, in a lot of places, a lot of industries. And that drastically destroyed a lot of families that really did impact a lot of families. The one the biggest thing and, and even I'm feeling this myself 
is a lot of people don't prepare for the worst. They don't have a savings fund. They don't have, uh, you know, that rainy day fund that should something, should some emergency come up, you're yeah. prepared to handle it. Um, and a lot of people down there live paycheck to paycheck. And they will work their butt off to make sure that they make that ends meet. But unfortunately, they're not. We're, we're just some people are just not good at budgeting, right? A lot. Some of us are just not good at budgeting, and and uh, um, it definitely took a toll on a lot of places. What's kind of been like your biggest challenge, like managing a campaign and don't? And when you feel like you do have a budget like planned out, it's ever changing. Like you just have to keep adapting in the process. You're kind of like, when is this ever going to end? I feel like I have everything prepared, but no. So I, I, I guess the best story I could give is we, I work with a Comic-Con. Now, this is another yeah, project that, right. that Chris and I worked on. This is a really big, uh, amazing story. So I was working with a, a Comic-Con down there. It's a local one, but they still bring in 10,000 people for a local Comic-Con people travel to. Uh, we would have guests from California flying in for this. Uh, very exciting stuff. And we were geared up to have it. Our spring show was supposed to be in April. Okay, spring show was supposed to be April. 10,000 people were supposed to attend. Uh, early on, eventually it got... To, and I'm still saying, you know, we're getting... April 1st rolls around. I'm like, yeah, April 27th, this thing will be blown away. <laughs> hey, we're going to have our event. No problem. No problem. Um, so we're marketing it like it's going to happen. Okay? Right. Obviously, it didn't. And it got canceled about a week later. Okay? And what, 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 we, what we do? We pivot. Okay? Uh, the owners decided, well, the coronavirus may subside. We may get everything under control. The government's saying they're getting everything under control. Cuomo says everything's going to be good. Let's move it to June. Okay, fine. Let's start marketing for June. Now me, I'm starting to realize something's going on here. This ain't looking too good. And so I, I proposed to them. I put this whole pitch together, um, built an entire business plan around, why don't we do a live event? Everything needs to be moving online. Okay. I've worked with other businesses here. We started uh, finding ways for them to make money online. It seems to be doing well. Um, only time will tell, but why can't we have an online event we sell tickets to? Other conventions, the bigger ones, New York Comic Con are doing it. We have the, the means here and we have the manpower to do it ourselves. Okay, And all we have to do is have those guests Zoom call in, answer some questions from the public, and we have a great show. We yeah. put the show on, we just do it digitally. I went and I got a, a location... We're, we're a venue where we put up the whole set. We broadcasted the whole thing. I acted as a switcher. I acted as a director. I even got on stage at one point to, to uh, as a inner transition to talking <laughs> about some some things. We we ran a TikTok campaign uh, where people were sending in their cosplays to win a TikTok trophy. We got amazing results. Oh, Almost that's a cool idea. On a and and the thing was it was a the, the account was brand new. We had just started yeah. it in the in the in the. Um, the height of everything. Of, oh, wow, why don't we get on TikTok? We can start on TikTok. We got 250 submissions in the first two weeks. It was, wow. it was outstanding. Uh, a lot of people got, got, got into it because they wanted that, that award. And we put on an amazing show. It was, it was incredibly, incredibly stressful. It oh, was the yeah, first <laughs> broadcast show I had ever run in my life. And we were put into a situation. It was, this was a make it or break it. This was a make it or break it. You have to adapt and overcome or you're, or you're going to fail. And man, we had tons of tremendous failures, but it was just a matter of unplug it and plug it back in and let's get back on. We're going to, we're going to make this happen. And we did. And it was amazing. And we had people calling in. We had Veronica Taylor, who you'll know as Ash Ketchum from the Pokemon. Yeah. We had Yu-Gi-Oh actors. We had wrestlers. We had Power Rangers. We had about five Power Rangers phone in 
throughout the course of, of the show, both before, both the day before and after. Now to fight the monsters at that point. What's it up? was yeah, it was it was really neat. We had a, we had a Power Rangers reunion, and we had moderators coming in, and, and local uh, I'll say local celebrities were coming in and doing this, and and we we ran a cosplay show, and it was it was amazing for both the fans, uh, for the owners of that uh, of that convention because we got to see oh my gosh this is possible, uh, but more so for for, for my takeaway was. There's a lot of power on online, on digital, on going digital. And I know there's a lot of pseudo entrepreneurs who, who explain, you know, you got to be on Facebook, you got to be on TikTok, you got to be on LinkedIn, right? But the amount of power that you have when you connect with your audience on their level is outstanding. What's one type of like app that may, this is kind of like a social media snob question. Okay. What's one thing that you've really been into in the last like few months that you feel like, more people should give credit to TikTok. I don't even have to think about it. TikTok's where it's at. TikTok's where it's at big time because, okay, we've got a lot of moving pieces here. One, we had coronavirus. So that means everybody's online. Users are all online, right? Okay. Then we get into, well, Facebook and Instagram, Facebook and Instagram, statistically, the amount of organic reach you're able to achieve on Facebook and Instagram is declining. Now, what does that mean to somebody who has no idea what I just said? That means when I put up a post on Facebook, less people are likely to see it. They are naturally suppressing organic uh, reach for content, meaning they want you to pay for ads. There's nothing wrong with that. Same thing with television. You're paying for that ad space. So you know people are going to be online all these different hours of the day. You know what they're interested in. Hey, Facebook wants you to pay for that spot to be able to be seen and make money. Fine. Fine business practice. Then we've got LinkedIn. LinkedIn, which is almost exclusively for business. I'm Jerry, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with LinkedIn. Oh, yes. Probably, how, how many followers do you have, Jerry? Almost 8,000 now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Jerry's very familiar with LinkedIn. The problem with LinkedIn is you got somebody like me. I just, I'll use the example I just said. We got a Comic-Con, right? You're not going to be able to make a lot of money doing a Comic-Con on LinkedIn. Right. It's yeah. not for that audience. So we're looking for something a little bit more general, right? You know, for a gym, maybe you're a gym owner. Very, I, I almost want to say there's, there's, unless you're looking for a specific need, LinkedIn's probably not the place, right, Jerry? Yeah. It's not the place for you. Exactly. So you need to find a place where you're able to reach your audience broadly for cheap. TikTok is where it's at. To, uh, uh, the amount of people that you can reach within minutes on TikTok, I've never seen before. If I shoot a video right here, right now, and give a little bit of education on something, I explain, hey guys, here are the top five hashtags you need to use. Or here's, a, here's your hashtag strategy of uh, October or November post it within one hour it'll reach a thousand people interesting and that means a thousand people watched it that means a thousand people watched it and of that if i can get a five percent conversion rate to go and click click on my link we're gonna get fucking nerdy now (laughs) well yeah yeah if if i can get a five percent conversion rate on that video that reached a thousand people we're, we're making bank. Mark okay. Cuban's cash going down the rabbit right now. Hey, but going, it, going down the rabbit hole of conversions. It goes even past that because <laughs> we're, we're take take the the sales conversions out of it. If I get fifty people to click on my link, go to my website and watch a video that I've put up, uh, read a blog post that I've created, uh, you sign up for my newsletter, sign up to be part of my 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 social media network. That person is going to be more likely to trust me, and later down the road, they're going to want to buy from me. So if I put out a product and I've built up that relationship with somebody, 
they're more likely to 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 trust continue trusting me because I'm 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 telling the truth, I'm providing value, and then they're going to want to buy something from me down the line should I put out more value that has yeah. a price tag on it, right? So my biggest thing right now is to put everything out for free. And I've specifically created a a niche. That's another thing. You got to focus on your niche. So if you're a gym guy, you got to be focusing on health. You got to be focusing on diet. You got to be focusing on uh, exercise routines. The best way to stay in country shape. Donuts, country donuts. Country donuts. <laughs> you know, and 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 uh, nutrition. Right. So I just gave you all those things. But maybe you're somebody that's in involved in entertainment. Right. So there's a lot of entertainment people that listen to this podcast. Right. Yeah. A lot of people in the entertainment niche. So yeah, what I want to hear from you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like what I would want to hear from those people is who are your top five directors and why and explain the kind of impact you've had from Francis Ford Coppola, right? And, and the Godfather and that, the kind of uh, story that that, you know, watching the Godfather propelled me into becoming blank. Okay. Or watching Star Wars has propelled me into becoming blank. And for you to put that out there on things like TikTok, on things like Instagram and Facebook, you're going to be attracting people who are going to care about your opinion. So when they when people care about your opinion, they're going to want to keep in touch with you. Right. And that's the key. Of, that's actually the key of marketing right there. Out of everything that you've been working on recently, like what's the first thing you want to promote right now? Like what's um, the first thing that like that comes to you that you're very excited about? So we basically learned a lot coming from uh, uh, after coronavirus. We learned a lot about online. We learned, you know, that broadcasting is essential for a lot of businesses. We learned that, uh, you know, Taking your product to the market wherever your your audience is is, is important. Um, and the biggest takeaway, based on what I just explained about Facebook, is that reaching people is becoming complicated and it's becoming expensive. So myself and my partners, we've all kind of come together. Uh, Christian knows about this project very very much. Uh, is that and we're building a social network. We're yeah. building niche social networks for each industry okay this is a, a new thing we haven't really uh, uh given it a title other than niche social network but uh myself and my partners have spent the last two months or so learning how all of these things work making them breaking them and and we're in the process right now of developing a a social media platform that's going to be available on phones computers wherever you wherever you have internet and you're gonna be able to connect with other creators in that space other people that are interested in that space, other people that want to learn from you in that in that spot, and you know, w- once you do that, and there is no suppression algorithm, there is there is no uh, uh, gatekeeping. You open the door for amazing possibilities. Where I yeah. want to see people connect that would never would have connected before. Uh, and be able to make something yeah, great. I never thought I'd be friends with Christian for anything. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if, you know, the, the best thing I would say to do if, is if you want to be a part of that, uh, that experience is to go to tcmg.io. Uh, that is our, our website right now where you can just sign up to be a part of it. Uh, as we continue to build it, we're, we're hoping to really get something online publicly that the public can break and, and really alpha test around Christmas. That's our that's our deadline for a, a that's your gift to society. I pretty love much, it. <laughs> yeah. That is our gift. Is we're building out these niche communities that is going to be able to connect people across the board. I'll give you a quick story about that. You got it. On TikTok, I've uh, created a whole bunch of different accounts where I'm providing value on all these things that I'm knowledgeable with, and one of them happens to be Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, yeah. one of them <laughs> happens to be my nerd uh, books that I love to read and and storytelling and all this stuff and coming up with characters, writing and all that all that jazz, right? And I I've, I've created a, a place where people are, are interested to hear my opinions on these things, to the point where 
people have reached out to me to come on their show. Oh, that's pretty cool. And create a, a, a kind of a network show with all these other people, with all these other content creators, right? So in that spirit, I never would have met these guys from Chicago and Georgia and and Ireland. I've got a, I've got a, a, a gentleman who contacts me from Ireland to get my input on on certain things because he knows I'm a pro in this. And these are things I never would have had that experience had it not been for things like TikTok. And I'm trying to replicate that kind of experience of connecting with people you never ever would have met before in your life uh, on a dedicated network that is designed just for that. That's that's something that speaks to itself right there. That's incredible stuff. That's the dream. Yeah, that's absolutely. what Facebook used to do. But Facebook does not do that anymore. I got you. And I, I'm sure that everybody, both you guys and our listeners, can probably agree. Facebook's become a lot of toxicness. There's a yes. lot of toxicity in social media. Not even just Facebook, just in general. Social media, there's a lot of toxicity. Have you taken a Facebook break at all? Like you know, throughout the pandemic, because I I know a lot of people in my group of friends. We're like, yeah, I'm gonna get off it for a month. I'm gonna get off it for two months. Then they always stay off. They always stay off for a week and come right back. You I, ever I, had that, like, you know, epiphany or whatever? I've got two answers to that. Number right. one is I've always wanted to. I've always, always wanted to. For the last, I'll say, four years, three, three, four years now, I have wanted to just give up and and just uh, uh, pause my social media accounts because I don't want to spend that time that I spend scrolling consuming toxic nonsense i hate it and i'm sure everybody else that's listening does too there's a lot of negative stuff on there yes i love cousin uh you know uh joe schmo i love cousin joe schmo i don't need to know your political opinions every five minutes i don't care yes joe schmo your baby's adorable i don't need to see it every 10 minutes all right i'll see you when i see you that's we're distant cousins right <laughs> do you have any other words for joe schmo no. joe schmo man joe schmo's terrible man i think he said he was voting third party like come on I you know. kanye's not gonna win <laughs> right <laughs> i looked up what his party was he's the birthday party Kanye. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's it. He's Didn't like Andrew now. WK have a political party? I don't know. It was doing like a decade ago. But, uh, yes, yeah, so the website. The what website that you're working on. Uh, can we talk about that? or? The, or uh, well, yeah, we, can, we yeah, can definitely the, talk about it. The, yeah. The Knights, of, uh, Knights of Light or. So nice. Still in beta. <laughs> well, we're 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 getting ready. I guess we're moving into alpha now for yeah. for Knights of Light. So, in the same instance of what I, what I guess I was saying about the TCMG, the Creators Marketing Group. Io. So we're we're building one specifically for business professionals. Yeah. But then on the same place, we're we're also building out a social network for a niche social network for that Dungeons and Dragons community I mentioned. And we've already seen amazing returns with that. Yeah. And, and not, not, not financial returns. I'm never the guy to say, oh, well, you know, we need to turn a profit immediately. I'm all about playing the long game about doing something important for other people first, right? Mm-hmm. So we're able to put a network together where we're going to be bringing creators on who are just advocates for stuff they believe in, right? <laughs> advocates for stuff they believe in. In this instance, it's D&D and it's storytelling and it's original character concepts. Um and we're already getting, like, we haven't even gone public with it. And we've got, uh, and by public, I mean we haven't announced it and started it's running our own. It's now. Yeah, it, it's like just. Within the, your peers and groups. The thing is live. Like, it's live. Anybody can go to knightsoflight.io right now and find it live. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's completed. Yeah. And play with it. It's there. It's open. And we, we're inviting people to come yeah. on and 
play with it like a sandbox. You can uh, you could also find the collective podcast on our website. Collective podcast, yes, <laughs> cheap, is cheap cheap plug is <laughs> is featured on Knights of Light, and we're happy to have the collective podcast there yeah. with the Knights of Light podcast, which is something that I do with other creators. Now that's a deal we did with Bad Shark Tank. I'm welcome, <laughs> and thank you. Well, I well, you know I'm producing. I'm going to be producing content on there soon with with my friend. I don't want to talk about it yet. You know about it, David. Oh yes, we're we're shooting soon that thing. Don't want to announce it yet because I'm the type of guy that doesn't want to announce something <laughs> until it's until it's until really it's, almost until, done. Until it's, until it's ready. <laughs> until it's... you see, that's that's I, I I know how that feels. There's a lot of hesitation whenever yeah. I I tell people, yo, I'm working on this project, uh, but I'm happy to say we're in the final stages oh, yeah. of KOL. To well, be you able you to, have to a physical you have a physical yeah like, we have a physical it's, thing. It's done. It's not like you're sitting there you're going. Oh, you know, we're going to start on it next week, and then maybe it'll be done, and then maybe oh, we we got to collect the money for it, and you know, maybe it'll maybe it'll you know, uh, yeah, yeah. We're announcing this film. Here's the trailer. Here's this, and then not really you know do anything with Ooh, it. Oh, I feel like there's a story. That was a very specific thing you mentioned there. Ooh, Ooh. I'm, not I'm not mentioning anybody specific. <laughs> I didn't say anybody either. Oh, that was specific too. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. But no, but it's a time. That- no, but you know, I like I like I like having something 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 physical, um, ready. Tangible. To go- well, ta- I don't want to say tangible, but it's like you have it and it's ready to go, but it's not finished. But it's yes. like you have like an announced date. It's like next Friday, it's going to happen, and then and where- then meeting that deadline and yeah, trying not deadline. to pull all of my yeah. hair out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I mean that kind of happened yesterday, but I know. Oh but yes. Well, actually, it, I guess we could talk about that. So yesterday yeah. was the uh, the more or less premiere of a show that I'm working on through the KOL network. And again, these are all people that I met through TikTok. I never would have met in my life had it not been for this this That's incredible platform. Though. And then within a matter of weeks, I, I meet these people. The, uh, some of them invite me to do one thing as I'm just so happens i'm working on this big networking project and i said you know well, why don't we turn this into a show we're already doing the, the the show part of it we're already doing a panel why don't we put a little bit of uh, elbow grease into it and make something really special yeah no one else is doing it mm-hmm. um and so we did and yesterday was our yeah was you our, had the pilot yesterday yesterday was our pilot and really there's good. a there's a lot of things that are yeah well thank you for that and it, there's a lot of things that are going into i would guess the extended cut or like the final cut of it it was yeah there was a premiere but as i'm sitting there i'm watching and taking notes and i'm like yeah this is great so, and all but we're definitely gonna be changing that we're definitely gonna cut that out we're definitely gonna add music here or turn the music up turn it down and that's the beauty of things like twitch of facebook live of of youtube live is it you just show people what you got right and then listen to what the audience says and then adjust hmm. So as we're sitting there, and I'm seeing the comments rolling in of, of people watching, and, and I'm, I'm amazed to see. Did you see the, what the view count was? Yeah. Was there a view count up? Yeah, yeah. Because it was coming in and out. There was a lot of people watching. Yeah, it was watching. high, low, high, but it was... It was, it was consistent. It's not, like, it legit stayed the same, like, you main, you maintained the, like, the, the audience was maintained. You yeah, which you is awesome. You weren't losing, you weren't, you weren't, it was... Yeah. And we had, and that, that was, those were fans. Yeah, the interaction. Those were fans who came from TikTok. These are people that followed me on TikTok and on Instagram. And then all I said was, hey guys, we're, we're having the show premiere over on Twitch. And they popped over to Twitch and they were, they were sitting over yeah, there. Yeah, I, 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 I was really, interacting with a lot of people. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, as you saw, I, I was in there, people were cracking jokes. I was being a part of the jokes. 
And yeah. you know, a lot of people, and I know, I know, I know, Christian has this, and I have this too, where we want the final product to be perfection. Yes. Right. We, yeah. we are we yeah. are perfectionists. So like, especially when it comes to a feature film, like, yes, it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. It has to be perfect. But maybe the first time you show it, it doesn't have to be perfect. You got to get the audience's review, right? That's what they do with yeah. the Marvel films. They show them to the test screening, and then they make the final adjustment, and then they release to the public. Right. I think about what we just did last night is the same way. You know, we ran this little Twitch premiere of, of our episode, and here's the concept of what we're doing, and it's the pilot. But we're definitely going to be making changes before we post it on YouTube and have a native home for it, you know, before we oh, post yeah, you it would on be. KOL. You and me were going back and forth during the stream. I was saying, yeah. like, oh, this is good. Maybe change this. Maybe you know, we're that. talking about, hey, you know, I, I said we want to change music. He's giving me ideas of, like, other special effects we should add, other graphics we should add to it. Yeah. And that's the best thing about social media is you've got the ability to do, do things like that. Now, it doesn't have to be the premiere of a show. But when you've got ideas, you need to share them, get positive or ne- or negative reinforcement from it, and then make adjustments and yeah. take action, right? Absolutely. It's the best thing. So who do you think is your toughest critic out of all the years you've been marketing to? You ever have that one person who always looks out for you, but then at the same time it's kind of like, David, please, you got to do this better, you got to do that better? I, I... Me. No. You, <laughs> you know, the first thing I... I handle this very differently from a lot of people. I think I'm my biggest critic. Yeah. I am so... And it's probably why I have, like, stress problems because (laughs) I berate everything I do to the point of it's craziness because I look for every flaw. I put myself... I try to empathize with the lowest common denominator, the person who's not going to get it, the person who's, you know, is interested, but like, eh, I didn't get it. Like, mm. eh. And if, and if <laughs> I can't make that version of myself happy, we have a problem, right? Gotcha. I don't like to be exposed with the work that I do uh, uh, to the point where I, other people can beat me to the punch, beat me to the punchline. I think the greatest example of this is uh, somebody like Aaron Sorkin, a famous writer, right? Oh, yeah, Who says something along the lines of, is if the audience can beat you to the ending and f- figure out what's going to happen at the end, you did it wrong. And, and it's not it's not good enough. It's not it's not well enough written. It's not right. well written well enough, right? Yeah. So you have to go back and fix things. And I look at problems that way. I look at the work that I do that way. Is if other people can point out the flaws before I can, it's not good enough. Gotcha. It's not good enough. So, and, and to your instance of who's the biggest... Uh, person in my life who calls me out on it i mean i have very specific people that i'll ask hey can you check this out what do you think uh I'll specifically you know my critical friends i'll say hey here's something i'm working on break it apart break it apart nothing is off limits just you know i'm gonna say, be fair like yeah. you know don't don't be nasty for the sake of being nasty but like if it's going to make me cry i need to hear it from you right. before the public does it to me right <laughs> exactly. I, I mean that's just this is the biggest piece of shit. That's yeah, not like, you know what? <laughs> if that's it, then it is, and I need to know. Um, but really, the, there's, there's, this is something I really advocate for. I've talked about it on a lot of podcasts that I did when I was in North Carolina. Was there's a big difference between naysayers and haters? Yeah, right. You know, a lot of people are afraid of haters. You know, oh, you know, it's don't hate the player, hate the game. Right. You know, you get a lot of hate on social media. You're, you're, you're haters. Hate, right? hate, haters going to hate. <laughs> All right, Taylor Swift. I love the haters. You know why I love the haters? They give you things to create content for. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They, that perfect. Not only do they give you stuff to create content for, they give you the solutions 
to your problems right. <laughs> for free. Like, <laughs> like there's there's and there's a big difference between hating somebody, and I have a big philosophy on, on people that hate on other people. There's a difference between haters and naysayers. Naysayers are the people that are close to you that put you down. Yeah. Now, this is <laughs> this is I mean it, it, it's it sucks for a lot of people who have like you know you have that idea you have that inspiration you have that thing you want to do and maybe you don't do it maybe you give up doing it because somebody close to you somebody a friend your mom your spouse your girlfriend boyfriend uh, brother sister say ah, no, I don't think it's gonna work you know maybe you have the next Uber Right, maybe you have the next Netflix idea, right? And you know it's going to take a lot of commitment. It's going to take a lot of uh, gusto to make this happen. Probably a lot of money. Right? It's going to take yeah. a lot of money. And then when you have that person in your life who says, "Don't do that. Give up on that. Think real. You know, think real world here." I've cut every one of them out of my life. Yeah. Gotcha. Per- personally, like I have cut every person that's ever been a naysayer to me. I have had to remove out of my life. Like I don't have the time for it. And and if you're listening. Unfortunately, like if that if you're surrounded by people that are toxic like that 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 want to bring you down, and and there is a difference between naysayers and people that really do genuinely care, like yeah. my friends who I ask be critical of this exactly. and tell me if I'm I, I trust your opinion, right? And then there's the people that just say, "Nah, that's not gonna work." Well, why is it not gonna work? I mean, it's not gonna work. Like it just doesn't work <laughs> like that. We're, our world doesn't think I'm like that. I'm expecting the Jimmy Fallon Uber right? to come on. Right now. <laughs> it's not gonna work out. Yeah, <laughs> I worked out. No, right? no. You know why are you doing that? You know, because I, I can. It's because you can. I, I well, want there's to. a lot of things uh, uh, like that, and unfortunately, I think the best reality check is you have to remove those people from your life. If they put you down consistently. Uh, for the, the things that you aspire to do, you need to remove them from your life. I'm going to give you a final question on this to wrap up. Yes. So promote anything you want to promote now and then summarize this interview in one hand. Is there, is there anything big you want to announce or you want to wait until you announce it? <laughs> until... Oh, I mean, I'm, we're, I'm good to announce. Yeah, we're doing... This is probably going to come out after that announcement that we want to make. So oh, you, you can make that is... announcement. <laughs> so this is so officially on the record. This yeah. is going to be premiering in December, the end of November. This is end Post of November, Thanksgiving. Okay, so <laughs> hello, people from the future. Yes. We just experienced Halloween when you're listening to this. Yes. Okay, I'm still feeling spooky. Spoopy. Spook- well, no, I, I'm, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling spooky because yeah. something that that Chris and I have been working on for some time yeah. is is I think very exciting yes. and. While I've done, I've literally lived ambition for the last year, yeah. <laughs> right? It's just, and boy, I've taken a bunch of just, beatings for it. Just <laughs> to build up to this one just, moment. <laughs> just, and, but this, I think this is the most ambitious project we've ever worked on yes. ever. Yes. Well, as far as for me, I know you've done some amazing work in the past, but yes. this is my most ambitious project ever is our first feature. Yeah. First feature film. It's our first feature big. film. <laughs> And and I'm gonna have to eat these words because we're officially announcing yeah, it. Yeah, well, this I podcast. mean, I mean, you're announcing it. I mean, it is after, the future. Yeah. So so hey, I, hey, whoever's listening to this knows who the president is. Right. This we is post election. We hope. We, well, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> this is this is you know the the, the election is completed, uh, and we would have surpassed Black Friday when we officially announced. So the president is Joe Joe Trump, right? 
That, oh gosh, I hope not. Joe, Joe Trump? A merging of merging Joe Biden and <laughs> President Trump. I don't know. President Joe Trump. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saving face. I'm saving, bo- saving Dude, both names. Dude, I wrote names. in Kanye, so I'm whoever saying, wins is not I'm my fault. I'm saying both names just to cover <laughs> my ass in the future. <laughs> Are we sensing a character analysis of Joe Trump in this movie? Oh, no, is that okay. the real announcement? Right. That would no. Be it's, it's big. We're announcing it. It's hopefully we're going to... Shoot, do something next next year if COVID tends to. Well, regardless, we're moving well, regardless, into pre-production. Yeah, yeah we're, and we're, we're, we're we will we're, we're going to be formally announcing it yeah. at the end of November. We've yeah. been working on this for a long time, yeah. uh, and we're going to start putting assets together and, mm-hmm. and inviting people to be parts of it and and mm-hmm. really put together a a I don't want to say crowdfunded because I think it goes past that a crowd built yes. feature film. Yeah. I, I, I've, and Chris knows this, and, and I'm sure Jerry remembers our conversations years ago as well, where I've always been, budget's not the concern. How do we make something magical? Yeah. Right? Budget's not important. How do we make it happen without the budget? Right? How do we make the budget happen? How, where, why, why does money have to be the biggest issue? We have to think in a surplus yeah, mentality, stop looking at a conservative mentality, not to overspend, but just solve this without money being the issue and if money is the issue then we resolve it yeah you always said to me last time we talked you said to me was the reason why i was so stressed in all those projects is that you kept thinking about the money and not about the art that's the exactly yeah. that's just it yeah when you stress out about the money and you don't do what you actually love to do you get very easily stressed out because it's not what your passion is jerry yeah. knows he's seen it <laughs> yeah. yes yes so uh but just a crowd built yeah. Uh, uh, film where we're, we're going to be inviting fans to be a part of this in multiple different ways, yeah. both being in it and and producing things for it. Yeah. Right. Uh, um. To, and I can't I can't wait to build something magical yeah, it's here. It's going to be great. So I really can't wait. In the future, ooh, in the year three thousand. And so I, I we're going to be making a formal announcement on nightsoflight.io as well as uh, tcmg.io, two tech websites that we're working on. Uh, you're going to be finding all that information there. So when you're seeing this, go check those out and check out any kind of video that we put out formally announcing it because that's where you'll find it. It'll be somewhere <laughs> in the link description. Somewhere in there. I, I, we're not even going to give the name now because you got to yeah, go check no, it out not, to find yeah, the name. No, no, It's just yeah. the untitled. We've got the name. Unti- oh, yeah. We, we've had the name for what? Almost two years? Oh, I've had the name <laughs> since like day one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You called me up like, this is the name. I'm like, I love it. Uh, yeah. Let's do yeah, it. I was, yeah. I immediately had the name. Yeah. Because it's fitting. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and so, Jerry, you asked for a hashtag to wrap this, this up. Yep, yeah, of this one interview. Uh, you know, I think of things like hashtag mindset. I think of hashtag uh, things like, you know, hashtag growth. But I think this is more of like a hashtag uh, work. Beautiful. Right? I think this is a hashtag work because everything I've described is – or no, better, hashtag creativity – that's it. There we go. Cut the check. <laughs> there you go, Jerry. Hashtag creativity, because in any problem, you Hashtag have to... change my mind. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know. No, Jerry, too soon, too soon. <laughs> it's all fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all fun. All right, Jerry, let's, let's wrap this up. All righty. That was David Grace, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Yes. I'm sure Christian did. I loved it. <laughs> hated it. Uh, we'll be here <laughs> like and subscribe we're on youtube and youtube land caputo collective we're on anchor find us there actually listen to us on anchor we actually get monetized on anchor yeah so we'll, there we'll, we we'll go listen on anchor <laughs> so, we're gonna and, make uh, sure christian makes a tiktok for christmas yes that's what yes. the people want and uh tiktok's where it's at here you go see ya